I know he was supposed to be on last week, but that's my bad. But um, he's a great friend of ours. We hung out with Tori Ruffin and saw an amazing show. Tori playing guitar with Morris Day in the Time a little over a week ago on the New Haven Green in New Haven, Connecticut. He is the guitarist with Freak Juice, his own band, Morris Day in the Time, Fishbone, and also a club owner with his brother out in Tulsa, Oklahoma. So he's awful busy, and I want to thank Tori for stopping by and uh, spending some time with us. So your head must be spinning these days, right? Oh, man, I, I definitely I have, I have didn't realize what leisurely time really meant to me. <laughs> now right. that I have nothing. <laughs> so but, so, uh, so uh, let, let's talk a little bit about the uh, – the Freak Juice Lounge, and then we'll, we'll talk a little later. But you know, yeah, man. you're you're a professional musician for so many years, touring around the world. You were just in Japan with the time, running your own club with your brother. You know, what's the secret to not going crazy and and getting those people who are, are loving the place? Man, I haven't found that. I haven't found out not going crazy part, but just getting getting people to love it, man. You know, I just uh, you know we've been in. Being a musician, I've been in bars and, and clubs all my life, and I've seen, you know, the worst and the best of them. And I just try to take the best of what I've seen. And one club comes into uh, mind in particular is uh, the club River, River Phoenix uh, died at it, uh, the Viper Room in L.A. Okay, but yeah. Going to the Viper Room, man, and, I, and I've always said this, like, every time I come into a room, you know, generally bars and uh, bars... Music is like an afterthought. First of all, our club, our club is like it's, it's really just a bar. Mm-hmm. But I want I set it up like a live music venue. And but what I, what I was saying is once when you get to the Viper Room, the sound and the and the vibe is amazing. But mainly the sound. And for me, it's like when you go somewhere and it sounds amazing, right? Then you're gonna have a good time. And mm-hmm. when it looks good, you're gonna have a good time. So right. if you go someplace and it's too loud or, or just a crappy sound or engineer doesn't know what he's doing and, or the or it's just an afterthought for live music, then you know you're not going to hang out that. So when I when I did the Juice Maker Lounge, I wanted to be a, a live music haven for live music lovers and musicians. So uh, that was my thought process of it. I you know I brought in backline gear, all the all the drums, uh, guitar rigs, and I just some bullshit uh, guitar rigs, like some real, my personal guitar rigs are there. Right. Um, and then and a great bass rig and, and some keys. So uh, that was my thought process behind it. Now, you know, so so, so that's how we kind of uh, uh, envisioned the lounge. Now, my brother is a, is a marketing and manage, managing guy, like, you know, being, and it wasn't for him, you know, the, the lounge would definitely not be doing as well because you know it's it's a lot more to run in the bar than i anticipate right right you know but i'm happy i did it so it's it's, it's a lot of work but it's fun it's enough it's you know i'm i'm always it's a different different part of uh of uh you know my life now so i'm happy i did it so so for our listeners out there who are going to make the trip out to tulsa oklahoma why don't you give the specifics on where it's located and um what can they okay, expect yeah. music wise Right, uh, it's at 3508 South Sheridan. Google, for some reason, is, is staying north, and we have to fix that, but it's South Sheridan. Uh, it's in Midtown, Tulsa, Oklahoma. 
it's uh, really easy to get to. It's between 44 and 51st Highway, so it's really easy to get to. As long as you go south, Sheridan, you shouldn't have any problems. Uh, what you can expect on Fridays, we have a DJ, uh, and, you know, that's that's for, you know, the DJ and music lovers, uh, uh, DJ people that like to dance. And it's, and it's really more of, you know, it's definitely not, uh, uh, I can't say they don't play any Prince, but that right. w- it's more of a, a younger hip-hop, right. 30, you know, they're, they're playing things that I don't understand, but that's why my brother runs that night. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's right. Hey. <laughs> I, you know. I let him do that. Right. I, I always, yeah. And, but, but, you know. Being around it enough, you know, I'm always, I try and soak up whatever's the new, and, you know, I'm trying to find, you know, so, you know, beware, I might have some boom, I call it the boom, boom, boom on Friday, because, you know, uh, everything goes boom, boom with the 808, you know, right, right. so that's what's happening on Friday, and we got a jam session on Monday, we got Tuesdays, um, we're, we're trying out Tuesday, trying out some karaoke, Wednesday, we're doing, um, Live live reggae. Thursday is a really cool night. We have like a, a live music, uh, live band, mm-hmm. and then we got uh, hip-hop artists, poets, and musicians all come in jam. And that's a really cool night because, you know, it's, it's really positive and, it's, uh, you know, it's current. Mm-hmm. And you get all different styles and, and walks of life in there. You know, we have... The band consists of a bass, drums, keyboards, and a, and a violin that's from the opera, which is really good. So, and then Friday, like I said, is the is the DJ room. Saturday, uh, it, it just depends. Like we had amazing artists. We, we try and focus on great bands on Saturday, right? Um, and then once a month we have the, uh, another reggae night that does really good. But Saturday is reserved for the great band. Uh, we had a uh, an artist from Oklahoma City. Uh, that was on uh, American Idol, and this guy was incredible. His name is Thaddeus Young, and um, I mean, he was amazing. I, I, his vocals were just, uh, look for that guy. I, I, you know, I hope he does something. Uh, he, is, he is truly a special talent. So that's what we're doing at the last, su- oh, Sunday we have blues and burgers, free burgers with perfect cocktail, and we got a really great blues player. That comes in, um, Holly Ham. I, I'll sit in and jam, get my blues on. Right, right. You know, I try not to. I try not to, uh, you know, uh, sit in too much because I don't want the musicians to be like, oh, damn it, here comes the story again. Yeah, that's we right. play without him. <laughs> <laughs> right. So on occasion, I'll, I'll play. You know, but Freak Juices play there. Obviously, we had a great turnout. We got, you know, the best R and B and the best rock country. You know, I sit in. Um, they have this thing called uh, Red Dirt Music here, and Horton Records is really uh, big. At, they call it the Tulsa Sound, which is helping. Uh, we're going to do our release on Horton Records, but it's mainly Red Dirt Country. But those guys come and play the last two really great blues player, uh, Seth Lee and uh, Paul Benjamin and Jesse Acock. I'm trying to get all those guys on the record, too. I got a... I got uh, Jesse Acock on the record right now. He's like a Neil Young talent. If, if I had to liken him to somebody, but his songs are incredible. Paul Benjamin is, is, a, is a staple, a masterful guitarist out here. 
and we play together uh, at his Sunday night thing. But he's incredible. Steph Lee is an amazing uh, blues. Dick uh, uh, slide plays a lot of slide, but he, he's a monster. Mm-hmm. So we got a, a lot of diversity at the Juice Make Allowed. I try it. I don't want to just like Freak Juice, man. I, I never wanted it to be one thing. You know, <clears throat> you go into some clubs and it's just one thing, man. That would drive me nuts. Right, right. I, I like I like diversity. I like inclusiveness. I like you know uh, all kinds of music. We've, I've had uh, obviously jazz. You know I'm a big jazz head, so you know a lot of the you know the heavy jazz guys around here will play some gigs. But it's you know so that's what's happening at the Juice Maker Lounge. Just like big you should never know what's going to happen. Never right. know what you're going to run. And uh, Tori also. <laughs> You know, of course, his own band, Freak Juice, and guitarist with the time. We're going to get into something right now. This came out um, 2007. We're going to talk more about the the upcoming studio release from Freak Juice. And Tori's been kind enough to send along some some previews of some of the music. Um, this is from Like You, Tori Ruffin, and Freak Juice. It's called The Other Side, right here on WBOF. <laughs> All right. Of course, that is Freak Juice, groovy things right there from... Tori Ruffin's band, Freak Juice. Tori Ruffin joining us in between uh, gigs. And uh, you just played New Haven, Connecticut, a stone's throw away from the, uh, well, practically it's it's on the campus of Yale University, an outdoor show. And um, where all, you played after that? You went down to Memphis, right, or Indianapolis? Uh, we went to uh, Indianapolis. The Memphis show got canceled. You know, some us running a motor that don't do what they say they're going to do. Oh, okay, but, uh, right. yeah, we went down to Indianapolis. That was a great time. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got some. We got three weeks off, man, so I'm looking forward. I'm, a, I'm here mashing on my record as we as we speak. That's right. So uh, talking about the new record, um, what what have you, you know, you told me a little bit about it. It's got the Freak Juice sound, but you got a few political stuff. And what, what's going on in the studio and in your mind and, and laying down those tracks? Well, you know, this, this country's been in turmoil, man, and, and it's, it's been weighing heavy on my heart, so you write about things like that, I, I mean, but it's, I've, I've written some, some things, but I, I like to think that they all have positive outcomes, you know, but sometimes life is not positive, so I, I got a lot of different things on there, you know, and since, uh, since the last time we spoke, you know, you know, of course, he's passing that way heavy on me, you know, mm-hmm. obviously is huge influence. Yeah, we're talking about oh, Prince, guitar. yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My hey. guitar playing and just, you know, the songwriting and I mean you might not be able to, you might not be able to hear that, you know, from but if you listen to the guitar parts, you know, it's definitely Minneapolis. Mm-hmm. When I'm playing rhythm, right. oh, man, it's that's that's it's totally many even if it's in a heavy setting, you know. Uh and, and but yeah, yeah, so a lot a lot's been going on. So I, I uh you know, I, I wrote a couple things uh, that are not finished yet, but just kind of a tribute to him. You know, mm-hmm. I wanted to have. And the last record, I put a couple of time things on too. Uh, uh, they were more talking and, and, and joking around. But I, I, you know, I'm gonna put a couple of. I got a blues song. It's gonna. Uh, I'm really excited about. I'll play just a snippet of it because I haven't really recorded it. Yet, but I wanted you to hear the vibe. And, I want you guys to hear the vibe. I got a, a, a tune I'm dedicating to Prince called Beautiful. Mm-hmm. And, uh, or, or I don't, I'm not sure of the title yet, but right. 
we call it the beautiful right now. But hey, let, let uh, me ask, let me ask you about um, speaking of Prince and you guys were up at Paisley Park. You did a show up there just a few months before he passed away, and he was hanging out yeah. with you guys, right? Yeah, there was. It, it was great, man. He was he he was really excited that we were there and mm-hmm. wanted us to come back. And he talked about managing the band. Yeah, that's what I heard. About, yeah, taking you to Europe yeah, and everything. Talked, yeah, he said he wanted to take us to Europe. And, and uh, man, that was really exciting news. We were all so. He said he loved the band. You know, he he loved everybody. You know, he was stoked about our performances over the years. He talked about you know how great, you know, the music college tutorial was, how much fun he had. There was a lot of, you know, there was a so, and, and we, you know, so we were all pumped, and so, you know, I imagine, not only for that reason, when we heard the news, like everybody else, but, man, you know, it, it, it was just, uh, it just came as a shock, like everybody. Yeah, you know? crushing. I believe, because, you know, that you, you, you know, you thought that, I thought that guy would be around forever because, uh, you know, I thought he was just like a health nut. Right, and, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Total shock. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You just so, wish he would have gotten out, but, you know, it just... Yeah, yeah, happen. man. You know, you you never know what's going on with a person. You know, he, he, right. he hit it from everybody really well. I mean, even, you know, the inner circle, which I thought, you know, we were, you know pretty close in but you know had no signs of anything like that but you know that's that's how private he was and that, that's, that's how you know what a genius genius he was and just uh, you know on all levels of his career mm-hmm. right so, so so it's cool yeah. that the time gives a, a tribute a couple times during the show with Prince stuff and uh, oh yeah, man. yeah gets a great reception from the, the fans oh yeah we've been doing it now ever since he's uh, Past, uh, you know, so yeah, I'm looking forward to maybe adding a few more uh, print songs somewhere down the line, you know, in the show. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, if anybody should do it, it should, definitely should be more. So that's right, yeah. You know, what I mean, if anybody can do it or has the keys to do it, it definitely should be more. So, I mean, those guys, you know, you know, grew up together and. We're in the studio together. He loved Morris like a brother. Mm-hmm. Fought like brothers and, you know, hugged yeah. like brothers, you know, all 30 Oh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Right. exactly. So Tori Ruffin is with us. He's just an amazing musician, a great guy. We always love hanging out with Tori. And um, let's see, we can go in a few directions right here. I know you sent along some, some premieres of uh, some stuff you've been working on for the new record. Uh, uh-huh. Do you want to play something from there that you sent me? Yeah, this is um, this called the hypocrite. Okay, and uh, it's a heavy, heavy thing, but uh, yeah, I think you guys will like it. All right, so we're gonna get into that right now. We're queuing it up instantaneously that uh, Tori sent it along. So just just hang tight, Tori. Yeah, no problem. No problem. Yeah. All right, we're going to play this right now. It's uh, Tori Ruffin, Freak Juice World Premiere, and we thank Tori for sending along new music. And uh, here we go. This is Tori Ruffin, Hypocrite, right here on 88.5 WVOF in Fairfield, Connecticut. Mayor Taste from Tori Ruffin and Freak Juice, Hypocrite. And uh, I want to thank Tori for dropping some new music and giving us the privilege of uh, showing it to the world a little bit. Sounded really nice. Thanks, man. I mean, it, it, get into the lyric. It's uh, about the prayers. 
don't want to give it away, but right. So, so how many how many songs uh, are you looking to round out to make uh, a full LP? I'm trying to do twelve. Mm-hmm. Right, of twelve songs. Um, but yeah, we got a lot. You know, we got some fun stuff on there. Yeah, we got it's it's, it's going to be a pretty, as usual pretty eclectic record. You know, right, right. Yeah, so I'm excited about I'm excited about the sound of this one. It sounds really to me it sounds really good. You know, right. So we we we've had you on the show a bunch of times. We know you you talked a little bit about your love of all kinds of music and jazz, and even name your son Miles, right? Right. Yeah. yeah. So so you yeah. did something recently. You were telling me about um, doing some jazz study, playing guitar, and yeah, but, uh, uh-huh. pu- pushing yourself. Tell the audience, you know, because I'm sure musicians out there would be interested. I mean, you've had you've been playing music since seventies, eighties, but. What right. what did you do to challenge yourself? Well, um, you know, for years I'd go on the road and I'd see I'd hear these guitars uh and I and I'm like, Man, that is great. Where'd you go? And you go Berkeley and then I a lot of my favorite guitarists like Pat Messini, Schofield, Mike Stern, uh you know, a lot of lot of players, you know, uh, they all went to Berkeley and it's always been in the back of my mind. And before I opened up the club, and I was doing a lot of teaching, so I wanted to take my teaching to the next level as well. I wanted to uh, maybe start being a teacher at a university. So, you know, I was like, so I called up, and I have some college credits, and I called up Berkeley, and, they, and he was like, yeah, with all the, your credentials and what you've done, blah, 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 we can get you pretty in, in, in here and out relatively easy, they said. And so... I went just kind of man. I, I, it, I, I just took a jazz study, uh, jazz improv. Uh, um, just wanted to make sure I wasn't missing anything, and mm-hmm. it really, it really, it really was one of the best things I could ever do for myself. You know, because it, like I said, it it reinforced a lot of what I knew already, but then it put names to stuff that I was doing when I would transcribe solos or whatever from my favorite players, I, there was some, I, I wouldn't know, I, I'd, I'd know the, I'd see the notes, but I, I wouldn't really understand, I didn't understand where they were coming from, so that cleared that up. Right. I'm like, oh, really? Instead of just, you know, back in the day, we used to have to listen to records, take the needle off, you know, and you would learn these uh, phrases and licks and, you know, put a, and record them into your own playing, but you really wouldn't know where they were coming from, and with that, with the advent of the internet, you could read some stuff. And I, I was reading through stuff, reading up, and I still would these notes would be there, and I wouldn't really understand where they come, where they coming. But I would hear them and I would play them, but I didn't understand. So that cleared that up. That was really that was a real plus for me. I was like, oh, okay, this is what I'm doing, but this is what they call it, you know. Right. Or, and um, so a lot of stuff like it, it helped me uh, uh, utilize some stuff that I was underutilizing. I knew mm-hmm. I was doing, but I was underutilizing it for that sound. So it was really just, man, it was like I was a kid. It was like I was 17 again, just really learning, you know, that excitement mm-hmm. about practicing. I, it really just pushed me, you know. And so I'm excited. Like, I still want to, I want to continue 
I was talking to the professor. He's like, oh, yeah, like, master study with masters because jazz is infinite. You never stop learning or, or getting ideas from other players. And I mean, this, the Bruce Saunders, who's, who's head of the jazz, one of the head of the jazz improv over there, man, he was telling me, like, you know, that he has guys that he studies. So, so it's just like, and I, you know, I've read I've read articles with, with some of my favorite players that go, yeah, they they study. So I was like, you know, you just never just guitar and, and music is, is there's infinite possibilities. So I've always you know been someone who who thirst, had a thirst for knowledge and tried to expand my playing and you know. So that's what I'm that's what I'm really, these next three years. I'm a, I'm a really what they call go back into the woodshed and keep you know take yeah. some of these courses and right. see you know see what the next level is. I, I've been listening to Bobby Broom lately. His new record is amazing. Mm -hmm. I, it has a lot of jazz things with like old to Billy Joel and uh, 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 come together. I'm like man, you know what you know because I'm a big fan of some of this, a lot of the seventy classic rock. Right, right. Yeah. And so I was like, man, that's if I was gonna make a jazz record. That's how I do it, you know, some of these rock tunes, you know, that they, and jazz them up. So I've been kind of experimenting with some Nirvana and stuff like that, jazzing them up, and it's been fun. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that that's, you know, what art's about, and you, you're, you're just not doing the same thing over and over and over, you know. Yeah, man, I, I've never, that's like I said, I've never, it, it, I, that, I can't just do the same thing over and over, and at least I try not to, you know. Right. So, so then... Saying that, you know, when you're trying to put together tunes, you know, I, I was looking at my record, and I was like, man, I got a lot of cool changes and different things. I don't have any simple tunes on this one. <laughs> Let me write a couple of simple things, you know? Right, right. So that's what the, that's what the, the, the thing I got, the beautiful. And, then I, and I did something on this record I never had. I put a blues tune on there. So right. I'm going to have Jelly Bean and Monty. Oh, Jelly Bean and Monty and Freeze are all on the record. Right. I yes. got a lot of guests. So it's going to be... Um, Guesting on it, I have this guy Alex Al who played with, uh, who was on the Michael Jackson "This Is It" tour. Mm -hmm. uh, well, uh, well, well, that was gonna happen, right? Right. But he, but he plays with everybody uh, in LA on everybody's records, and we, you know, we came up together back in the '80s. Uh, we played on Morris's uh, when he was on Jay Leno. Oh, uh, Give right, me what yeah. you got. Oh, yeah. That, that was the New Year's Eve show, right? Yeah, yeah, right. uh, yeah, was it, yeah, I'm not sure, yep. yeah, 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 uh huh. And um, Alex Al was on that, and we've always loved time. Like even before I got the gig, I, I think I told this story before. I didn't, I didn't even have to. We had, I had played the tune so much when Morris called. You know, I, I just went up there and auditioned because I had already knew the stuff, and it was, it was really fun. I was telling the story, man. I was before Morris called, man. I was, I was really like. I had my son being born, and, you know, right. there's a lot of bills piling up, and mm -hmm. I, was, I, thought, I thought this was it. I was like, well, let me go down here and see what's happening. And then here we go, 25 years later. So I feel like I was meant to be in this band, you know yeah. what I mean? I feel like, like you know. Yeah. Uh, but I I, I, uh, I diverted somewhere. What was I talking about again? That's that old stuff. <laughs> yeah, you know what? I think because you were alluding to the, the new track, The Beautiful, and... Um, you, it's all right. We play it. Yeah, yeah, just yeah. You know, maybe pay forty-five seconds. It's not done. It doesn't have any uh, vocals on it, but pay like forty-five right. seconds of it, just to 
so they can hear, you know, where I'm going with it. And this is the one that that you're uh, paying tribute to. I'm going to dedicate the Prince. It definitely sounds Prince. You you guys are here. Okay. So this is Tori Freak Juice Ruffin right here, and it's top of the hour, 7 o'clock. Tori will be with us. You got time for another 15 minutes or so? Sure. Okay, cool. So this is WVOF Joe Kelly here with the Upper Room, and this is uh, the beautiful a work in progress from the new Freak Juice Tory Ruffin record right here on VOF. From Freak Juice Tory Ruffin, that is called Time Juice. And I want to thank, we thanked him before, but wanna, he name dropped us and thanks in the next track called Juice Time. You gave a lot of credit to people um, that worked together with you, helping you out. Yeah, that, that, that's definitely a homage to uh, Rick Morris and you know, all the fellows in the time, just everybody like yourself that's yeah. always supported me. And, and you, you know, know what? I got a, I got a, I didn't get a chance to say it Saturday night, but when I got home, Rostis told me to say hello to you guys. Oh, nice. Yeah. So Rostis, we, we said we miss him. He's, <laughs> he's just around the corner. He said he, he plans on seeing it later, later this year. So. Oh, cool. Right on. Yeah. Right on. So, so you get both you guys got to make it to the Juice Maker Lounge when we do our I know, yeah. Yeah, my I'm gonna uh, have jelly bean and come down trying to get everybody to come through, so it'd be fun. Yeah, my my niece goes to uh, University of Oklahoma. She's gonna be a senior, and my brother lives in Dallas, and he's always driving out to Oklahoma. So I gotta oh, have him stop by the lounge too. Oh yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So so speaking of Tulsa, how how did you start going out there and deciding to make it one of your homes? Well. Uh, on about uh, shoot, 2003, I guess it was, mm-hmm. a buddy of mine, I spent some time in Texas uh, early on uh, for a couple of years, 18, 19, I was uh, going to school in North Texas or whatever, playing in top 40 bands and whatnot, and a really good friend of mine, I, uh, I hooked up with, uh, I'm, I left, obviously, went to L.A., did my thing, and we were on the road, I was with signing with the Eric Clapton or somebody, uh, I forget, uh, Jimmy Vaughn. Anyway, they, we were in the same hotel, and he goes, man, I've seen you on the, on, in L.A., and I see you uh, out there trying to do your original band. And I know that's tough out in L.A., man. you got to come to Tulsa. I was like, where is Tulsa? And why would I go there again? <laughs> Make a long story short, I, I came here, man, and, you know, in L.A., I don't know if anybody's familiar with that scene, but when you're doing original memories, like back in the day with this uh, uh, a race to get signed or uh, and it was like five bands a night 30, 40 minutes you're lugging your gear they treat you like crap no. anyway so I came down to this country town sort of Tulsa, Oklahoma man and um, we got to play all night they paid us oh, okay and, that's important uh, and uh, you know if anybody knows me you know when I'm playing you know I like to have a cocktail or two afterwards Mm-hmm. Right. So it was two o'clock, and they and it says, "Sir, you gotta. I'm not. I'm not serving anymore. You have to go behind the bar and serve yourself." I was like, <laughs> "Okay, I'm good," because <laughs> <laughs> I had never heard of such a thing. Right, All right. my years of playing the club, right. you're gonna pay me, and at the end of after the night, I can have an extra cocktail. So anyway, but uh, the main thing was. They, there was plenty of places to play. It, you know, it reminded me of Austin back before, you know, Austin was more like L.A. now, you know, in terms of, they got a lot of clubs to play, but it is crowded, you know. Right. When we were coming up, it was, 
I did, well, me and Charlie, we, Charlie Red is his name. We played like the first, uh, like the first South by Southwest when it was just local bands. So, right. you know, he was like, man, Tulsa was just like Austin when we were kids. I was kidding me. So, yeah, so I started, and I started coming, so I flew down here, started going back and forth. I would spend a couple of weeks with him and three months go by and I come back almost and do free juice and I was just loving it man and and I was renting a studio for all my you know gear because I was doing production and songwriting obviously you know stuff like uh, with, with artists and I was just paying like man just an exorbitant amount of price for like a 400 square foot closet you know mm-hmm. and I, when I had come here I'd ask man how much you pay for this house and I couldn't believe how the prices were so it's the cheapest place in the country that I found out Right. Tulsa is. So if you want to get a house out here for like uh, the price of an apartment, you can, you know, wow. and, and with nice square footage and a backyard and no, and you're not on top of it. Right. You know, so, yeah, you don't have the mountains in the ocean, but you know, I travel a lot, so uh, you know that yeah, that yeah. compensates for that. But yeah, I re- the people down here are are not what you expect. They're super nice, and the ones that are not, you know who they are right away. You know, so that's it's it's, uh, it's uh it's it's comforting, you know, because you don't have to guess. That. But when you know the people down here who love you, they really love you. You know what I mean? So yeah. the get, the get, I, I love yeah. I love it. It's, and all my buddies are here now. I've been coming down here now for about ten, twelve years. You know now. So uh, and with the you know with the bar, I've been here pretty consistently for the last seven months. So. Right. Uh, I miss my LA, but you know, uh, I'll get back there soon. Yeah, but, yeah. Tulsa, Tulsa's fun, man. Tulsa's a great town, great city. The Juice Maker Lounge. Hey, I got to ask you something because uh, during the time show, you you get a big spotlight playing to one of the sexy socialites that's chosen from the ladies up there, and it's uh, right. yeah. Now, now of all, you know, every show pretty much happens like that. Has has there been some really crazy moments, I'm sure, and, and bordering on uh, out-of-control moments, right? How, how tough is it oh, to play yeah. guitar when... Hey, Go ahead. Oh, yeah, man. And really, that's, that's when they're, they're the most fun, you know, when, right. when girls just let loose and just have, have fun. Now we've had a couple of drunk, drunk ones that are intoxicating, yeah. you know, ones that they gone overboard, but you know when they even that was fun though because no you know but we try to just have some fun on stage when that happens. But, but the more animated they are, right? The the, the you know the better time it is you know right. for the audience and for us you know when they're really animated. Yeah, so they keep safe. definitely and yeah yeah you, the time brings up uh, during the the bird a lot of people on stage and uh, you know. I, I, I forget if it was in L.A. or or Rochester. I was watching a video on YouTube, and there was one guy up there. He, he Pretty much the whole time he was taking selfies or videos of himself, but he walked up to Thomas and gave him, like, a really hard pound, like he pulled him into him, and you were playing guitar, and you just peeked over, and, like, you like you were going to have Thomas's back if it got out of control. Oh, yeah. And I was like, yeah, all right. You know, and that's, and that's weird, like, so- Today, people can't even live in the moment, right? You know, that's, that's, that's what's happened in the last 10 years. Like, mm-hmm. you know, it used to be people get on the bird, get on stage, and just live in the moment, and right. do the bird, and, and focus on what's happening. And now, 
you know, my, maybe 30%, 40% of them are without the cell phones and trying to get a selfie. That's like, that's wow. Right. That's where we're at now. That's where we're at. Yeah, you see entire shows film and you're wondering, did they really enjoy the show? Right, or they just, yeah, exactly. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it's, it's amazing where we're at. Like, I, uh, I'm going to try and do a no cell phone Tuesday or something. I'm out of Live in the moment. Yeah, yeah. See, the ideas are popping like crazy. So, uh, you talk to somebody. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Leave your cell phone at the bell. Get the note somebody. They, they used to have yeah. clubs here when I was growing up. It was a few years before I was allowed to go to clubs, but my buddies who are a couple years older than me said they go to the club and they had telephones at the, at the, the tables and you call a girl at the table at the same nightclub to try to talk and hook up with her. It was a really right. bizarre That's concept. Not- yeah. That's kind of cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Well, uh, Tori Ruffin has been our special guest, and uh, it's been way too long from having you on, and uh, we definitely want to have you on when the new record's out. And if you're on the East Coast, we've got to get you to the studio one of these days. Oh, absolutely. Uh, yeah. Well, maybe if, we're, uh, if we uh, we're wanting to do some East Coast shows with the band, so if we ever get close... Uh, Actually, a friend of mine who probably friend of the show too, uh, uh, we call him Platt Rock, but his name is Mark Wallace. He manages Jesse now. Jesse oh, Johnson. okay, yeah. Yeah, he uh, he lives in uh, uh, Philly. Okay. So, so you know, we big uh, might be coming through the East Coast, man. We love everybody's support. Well, if we do get up there, I need everybody. Everybody come out and support, man. That'd be great. Yeah. We'll definitely be playing. I want to thank you, Tori, for um, letting us play a few tracks. And we yeah. can, can we play uh, Cookies and Freeze, uh, Freak Juice, Cookies? Hey, cookies and Cream, because this is my blues track. But, it, again, it's just in the early stage. I just wanted to give you a taste. These are just, like, the, the latest two that came out. I got other stuff. But uh, give them about 45 seconds. I just want you to hear this bass by Alex Bell, man. It's incredible. Okay. Uh, give forty five seconds of that, man. And yeah, we'll, then we'll go, then we'll play uh, Electric Purgatory, which is uh, free oh, juice nice. from like okay. you, and we'll call it call it an evening. But I want to thank you, Tori. Okay, thank you, man. Enjoy Appreciate your three you. weeks off, but not really three weeks off. But enjoy the <laughs> the time off the road. I will, buddy. Appreciate it. All right, thanks, Tori. Thank you so much, man. Thank you, guys.